Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991 on a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Back on my 2 a.m. grind. KM to 2 a.m. Keith McPherson on the fan. PB in here. Paulie's still here. Fleas just walked in. I'm like, oh, last week, at this time, I was boom, driving home. Haven't had one of these later nights, not uh, overnights. But you guys understand, you know, after the game nights. In a little while, it seems. Let's see if I remember how to do this. 877-337-6666. 66. Let's talk about all the games that were in Super Wild Card Weekend. But first, let's take a look at the divisional round. Yeah, I got plenty of comments and and thoughts on the games that were. And um, for you itchy um, Cowboys haters that can't wait for that, like, just wait. (laughs) We'll get there. The Houston Texans. C.J. Stroud and the Stroud boys. They've done it. D'Amico Ryans, young team, just too young to understand that they're not supposed to be here. They have to go face the one seed, right? So the 10-7 and seven Houston Texans, winners of the AFC South, will face the 13-4 and four Baltimore Ravens with the soon-to-be MVP, Lamar Jackson. Imagine they gave Dak Prescott the MVP and then he went out and did that. <laughs> no way. It's Lamar all the way. So, 4.30 on Saturday, January 20th, the Baltimore Ravens open up as an 8.5-point favorite. The over-unders set at 45.5. The next game on Saturday will be the Green Bay Packers. The 9-8 and, eight green and green, the nine and eight green Bay Packers and the 12-5 49ers. How many times have we seen those two marquee franchises face off? In the playoffs, that'll be the nighttime game, 8-15 on Fox. And opening up as a a 9.5-point favorite, the largest favorite in the divisional round, Green Bay at home in Santa Clara. Brock Purdy and those guys well-rested, ready to go. 
The next game will be Sunday. Nice to not have to rush around, go to Target, go to BJ's, go to ShopRite, X, Y, and Z, go to the post. Like, I always have to rush around on Sunday. Can rarely do that on Saturday. 1 o'clock kickoff, barely do everything. Man, nice to not have a game until 3 o'clock. That'll be the Tampa Baker Buccaneers going on all the way to Ford Field to face the Detroit Lions, the 9-8 and eight Buccaneers. We got two 9-8 and eight teams in the divisional round. They will face the 12-5 and five Lions. The Lions are a six-point favorite. And last but not least, the Kansas City Chiefs will go up to Orchard Park. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Both of those teams are 11-6. and six. Both of those teams have super rich quarterbacks that are the faces of the NFL and their franchises. The Buffalo Bills open up as a two-and-a-half point favorite. I can't wait. I love football. I just hope that I don't take a bath again. I didn't win anything this week, yo. I just I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just not betting right. <laughs> I wish I was like Evan Roberts, yo. Evan Roberts has the emotional hedge. I can't do that. I don't have the emotional hedge. I guess because I'm not used to, I'm a loser. You know, I'm not used to like coming into games thinking that my team is going to lose. Maybe the Brooklyn Nets as of late. But I'm not able to bet. Like even in the app, I can't bet Aaron Jones to score three touchdowns. I don't want that blood money. But that's the move. That's the move, especially for the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys fans, you should have known better. You should have known better. Dave is in Bridgeport, Connecticut. First up on the fan. Go, Dave, go. Hi, Keith. From Bridgeport. I, uh, all day yesterday, all I heard is you and my mind saying they're frauds. I've been a fan since, you know, since the late 60s when I was a little boy. They're frauds. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, and, you know, because I know I get... It's, I get flack from some Cowboys fans that are like, yo, bro, you need to believe. You need to be better on the fan as a representative of us. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a representative of the you. average I Dallas. You, you know, I'm like, because I, I have seen this episode. Now, that was the worst episode I've ever seen, Dave. That was an I all-time agree. trash, no-show performance. Just just the football-wise, the X's it's and O's. embarrassing, I know. I wanted to go hide somewhere. The Packers win the coin toss. They elect to take the ball. They drive down the field that and score. That's I'm telling you. That's fantastic. <laughs> Yo, like, talk about sending a message. Talk about the fraud alert. Dee, 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 dee. Fraud alert going off right away. Exactly. Penalties on I the first drive. Like, I hear you. You have a penalty like to enable theory. them. I'm like, down. all right. I just, I just knew. I, and I'm like, I'm, I'm glad that I'm older now because I'm, I think a younger me going through this. I would have been in a bad. You'd be a basket case, yeah. Yeah, I would have been in a bad way. I would have been probably mean to my now wife. Uh, my mom was over. I have a son now. I probably would have been in a bad way, but I'm like, I'm jaded. I've seen this too many times. I hear you. I know. I know. It's been so long, man. It's, anyway, thanks for taking the call. and uh, Get him next I'll year. Talk to, I'll talk to you again. Been listening to you since the get-go. Thank you. <laughs> thanks for the call, Dave. How about them Cowboys? Very on brand. They are what you thought they were. America's team to laugh at. The big D stands for what? Big disaster waiting to happen. Big disappointment. Like, I've got so many bars for the Dallas Cowboys. Like, out of all the things that we cut on WFAN to be a drop, like, 
Keith McPherson at night, and then I'll say something random, like go back and get my Cowboys lines. I'm always going to rep them. I'm always going to be a fan, but that's loyalty to myself. That's loyalty for three decades. That's loyalty, and that's what you should be, loyal to your team. Don't don't jump ship. Don't jump ship because Rob Sala is the worst coach in the NFL. Don't don't jump ship because they you know, fired Wink Martindale, and now you're hearing things about your coach. Don't jump ship because, I don't know, Mike Tomlin sucks. and uh, or Well, Mike Tomlin doesn't suck. People tell you Mike Tomlin sucks, and he's the only coach that has a winning record season after season after season, and you want something different. Like, you know, we can go through all the teams. Don't don't jump ship because A.J. Brown got hurt, and, you know, Jalen Hurts got the bag, and he's literally playing with a dislocated finger, and Nick Sirianni doesn't have the mojo and energy. One Like, what a, name a team. What did I just go through? The, the Giants, the Jets, the Eagles, the Steelers. I'm just going off of proximity. Proximity of eliminated teams. What's the next closest eliminated team? The Commanders. Don't don't jump ship because they can never get it right. They even got the name wrong. Josh is in Passaic. What's up, Josh? You're back on the fan. Good, Keith. How are you? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just I'm happy that I, I get to rock, whether it's for two hours, whether it's for two minutes. I watched all the games. I bet on all the games. I lost every dollar I bet. I got to chill. I'm popped this week, but luckily we get paid on Friday. <laughs> so first with um this probably was like the best week as a Giants fan except for like the Tommy DeVito week for Green Bay two division rivals embarrassed the last two games and Keith I you when I was talking to you last week you did sound a little confident versus the Packers I guess you learned you can never be confident no matter who the Cowboys play can't trust them can't trust them can't trust them when you're fraudulent you become even more fraudulent when the lights are brightest and like I think 90% of people had the Cowboys. I got to go look what Vegas had. Vegas cleaned up on the Packers, but nobody had them getting their ass whooped like that. They were down 27-0. There's not one human being that thought that that was going to happen. Not even the Packers themselves. Not even the Green Bay Packers themselves thought that they were going to waltz in there and go up 27-0 on the Dallas Cowboys this year. So um, to be confident, I was going off of they have the number two seed, which they didn't deserve. When I talk about NFL bogus, Dan Campbell and the Lions, they got jobbed that week. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about that. The Cowboys should have lost that game. I bet on the Lions to win that game. And when you don't deserve something, it shows. Ball don't lie. The, the Cowboys were not deserving of that number two seed and home field advantage. And they clearly waltzed into that game thinking it was going to be handed to them. And they ran into the youngest team in the playoffs, average age 25, young kids that similar to the Texans, don't know that they're not supposed to be in the divisional round. It's one game. It's about who shows up, who's the most prepared, and the Packers showed up. They, they were prepared, and they weren't scared either. They said, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to take the ball, and we're going to go score. Thank you. Do you think Brian Dable is the only standing NFC coach by the end of this, NFC coach by the end of this week? No, I don't. Do you think still, the Cowboys still keeping Mike McCarthy? I do think the Cowboys keep Mike McCarthy. I've been on record with that the last few weeks on air, online, in Cowboys chats and circles and threads and comments because of this. It was the first year Mike McCarthy ran his offense and called the plays. Dak Prescott put up MVP-like numbers. CeeDee Lamb looked like arguably the best receiver in the league. You don't fire a guy after that especially in one year. Now, if that had been the case for the last 
three years where they went 12 and 5, 12 and 5, 12 and 5, and Mike McCarthy was calling the plays and it was his offense, then you're like, all right, something's got to give. But, like, I don't know. Rob Sala's still got a job. They're running it back with him. I think they're going to run it back with Mike McCarthy. And, like, we, we all can literally look at Dak Prescott and say, this guy is great in the regular season. He's great against um, below average teams. But when they need him to make a play, when the lights are brightest, he throws two interceptions, pick six, he crumbles. This guy, I, I, I try to pick him up. His life story is, is an incredible one to think about all the challenges that he's overcome. But man, like it is his MO, it is his calling card, it is his identity to get into these big games and just be a deer in headlights, just look like he's paralyzed in the moment. So uh, they can't move on from him either. He, he, he's got a hefty salary cap hit, and, and, and it all goes back to Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones could have signed him fourth-round pick for the low low. You could have gave him a 10-year deal as a fourth-round pick that he would have had no choice but to take. And instead, you're going to end up probably giving him an extension. And Jerry Jones is 81, going on 100, and he doesn't have a lot of time left. And for any Dallas Cowboys fan listening, the Cowboys won't win anything. of They're not going to an NFC Championship Super Bowl uh, under Jerry Jones. Until Jerry Jones steps all the way to the background and says, somebody else be the star, because Jerry Jones thinks he's the star on the helmet, thinks it's all about him. He made some kind of deal with the devil. That guy gets it every single time. Year, every year, every single year. So yeah, I mean, I can go on forever, but I don't have that much. I don't have that much time tonight. But like, that's just a little bit of my thoughts with the Dallas Cowboys. Watch the football game, right? I like, I know all the fun that people get to have at the expense of the Dallas Cowboys. I heard Tiki Barber say it today, and I agree. That game was over 20-27-0. Who do you know comes back from down twenty-seven zero? Not them. And I also I said this online: the Packers aren't going to stop scoring. And my mom, she's a Dallas Cowboys fan because of me. She's yelling and screaming. My baby's crying. I'm like, stop yelling at the TV. They're not coming back. It's like, no, but they're, look, look. I'm, no, 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 no. I understand football. The game is over. <laughs> the game is done. And even some of those completed deck passes were like barely put in there. But what I want to say with the Devils, there's other showed two things. The Devils? You watched that Bruins game? Yeah, and listen, with two things. First, Jack, they need Jack Hughes on their offense, and second, this is what a good. This is what happens when you have a good goalie, right? I know they have the empty netter, but you can score one or two goals and you can still get away with the win. Keith, thanks for taking my call. Have a great night. Thanks for the call, Josh. Yeah, Devils fans, if you guys want to talk about the loss uh, to the Bruins from yesterday, three nothing without Jack Hughes, it sucks. It's funny because I was thinking, you know, Frank the Tank. The only team, the only team that I share in common with Frank the Tank is the Devils. And he's got the same shtick for every team. As soon as they lose a game, ah, oh, when can I get a break? This team's terrible. They don't want to win. And I'm like, damn, people want me to be Frank the Tank over the Dallas Cowboys. I just don't got it in me. <laughs> I told you. I told you so. Shout out to the Playwrights Pub. I remember I was on air last week talking about how the Playwrights Pub reached out. Playwright Irish Pub. I guess they're uh, connected to Craig Carton, too, because I saw they shot some type of um, promo for the Carton Show that got aired on the Carton Show uh, with with New York Dallas fans pulling up there. Playwrights Irish Pub, one of them, is a hub for like Dallas Cowboys fans to go watch the games. And, of course, me being a Dallas Cowboys fan on the fan, they reached out to say, come through, we'll take care of you and your party's tab. Like, 
Let's make it a thing. And I wouldn't make it up. <laughs> they, they hit me up today. And I was like, I, I told you. The, re like, the reason I didn't go and I didn't set up that promo, I sent them a message and I said, you don't do this for the first round. You would do this for a second round. So I can't accept. Like, first round exits have happened too much for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm literally reading the message. I said, that would be terrible. I, I don't, I, I say you don't do it. Like, I know you guys got to run a business and Cowboys fans watch all the regular season games there, but I'm not putting my name on it. I'm not showing up. We're not going to do any type of promo like come meet Keith McPherson at this game. Because <laughs> if, if I was physically there and the Cowboys went 27 oh went down 27 oh I would have had to leave, bro. I would have left. <laughs> Joe in Rutherford, New Jersey. Jay Schmeezy on the fan. Here, here we go. How dumb does he look? He pulled up with the here we go hat on. Idiot. Here we go. <laughs> Here we Listen go again. He's got to add it again to the hat. Here we go again. As a as a Giants fan, you know I I, I hate to revel in the. Uh, no, nah, you got to. You got nothing else. That's all we have. That's Shmeez, all we have. I, I said online, I'm like when when the AL East went to this postseason, the Orioles, the Blue Jays, the Rays, and they combined to win zero games as a Yankees fan sitting at home eliminated. I delighted in that too. I understand the giant fan absolutely taking pleasure. Feed me. In Feed this. Me. But I, I I will say this. I was like hoping for one of them videos where like where you take a bat and smash the TV or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, the thing is, I got a seventy-five inch TV in my house that I'm actually like I'm mad about because when I moved it, I tried to be he man, move it on my own, hang it on my own. I pressed the the screen in and these like LCD, UHD, whatever screens it is. I ruined the top of the screen. It's not ruined. It's still a good picture. But I would never do anything to ruin my TV like these Dallas Cowboys fans. <laughs> you see breaking TVs. I'm mad at myself for pressing down and having like a little pressure stain on the top of my TV that nobody looks at but me. Every time I turn on TV, I'm like, you're bugging. You That's an expensive TV. You said, you, you said something tonight that like really resonated with me about football. Like, I think every able-bodied man in this country should have to get the snot knocked out of them. Yeah, like, yeah. It, there, Especially like, these you know young kids now, these young kids on the internet now. You don't know what that's like. That's a humbling experience putting that helmet on and oh you God. out there by yourself. <laughs> oh, my luck. God. When you lined up and you were like 10 yards apart and like, and you yeah. just, you know, you're going to get your absolute snot knocked out of you. There's, there, that. It'll make a man out of you. It'll make a man out of you. It'll, it'll make you, uh, you know, have to put up or shut up. And a lot of guys and, quit. I was around a lot of, a lot of guys I played football with, they quit just off the conditioning. They didn't even get yeah. to putting the pads on. <laughs> yes. I, I got, I got to ask you, Keith. Have you seen these like leaks? It's, it's like becoming very like high schoolish. Like he said, she said. Um, about this Dayball, uh, Barnsdale thing. Yeah, and I Did and I I, I glanced at the article today, and then I also heard Evan and, and Tiki talk about it. It's so corny. It's so stupid. Like <laughs> after the fact, I don't care who the sources are, whatever. Basically, you're putting this out there to do what? To try and detract from this guy, or or to like get him to change? It's not happening. It's Shane and Dable, Dable and Shane. It's their show. It's their way or the highway. It doesn't matter what articles come out. 
in January. Like, it doesn't matter. So, I don't know. I just think you, and it's funny because Aaron Rodgers said they got to get, you know, some of the BS out of the uh, building that doesn't have anything to do with winning. That doesn't have anything to do with winning. They need to spot the mole. If it's not somebody that's already been sent on their way and there's somebody inside the building that's like, oh, he, he yells too much. Like, you got to get that person out of there. That's part of football, too. I said that on the fan 100%. last week. I'm like, I had a, I had, I had, a, I had probably 50 coaches in my football career. Some guys just yell and mother f you and light and, you up. Yeah, that's just what they do, and they're allowed to do that because they're the coach. Like, <laughs> if you don't like it, quit. If you don't like it, play better. And my my last question to you, Keith, is now that we're down to the the final eight, who who you who you got? I'm I'm sticking with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I just want to see Lamar get that Super Bowl that he promised on draft night. But if you've listened to me on WFAN, folks, what have I been saying about the Buffalo Bills? They scare me because they've been in the playoffs for the last seven games. They've had to win every single week to stay alive. And now with Joe Brady calling the plays, they found something else in that offense. Everybody can get involved. It's not just Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs or Josh Allen and Dawson Knox. It's both tight ends. You're watching uh, Sheffield, uh, Shakir, uh, Hardy. Like, they're, they're backup, backup receivers. Like, these guys were on the practice squad with Isaiah Hodgins two years ago. These guys are getting active. They, they made James Cook look better than he's ever looked. And I just look at Josh Allen, the run he had tonight. I'm like, nope, they don't, they don't want any parts of this guy. This guy is 6'5", 250. That reminds me a little bit of the Kenny Pickett from Philadelphia. Uh, People are trying to say he fakes. That's that's not a fake slide. That's not a fake slide. That's a weak attempt by the safety to arm tackle a big man. Like, that that that's, that you safety, you got you got to hit his legs. Man, I don't know. I, I, I play quarterback more than defense. But as a defensive player, if the quarterback takes off as a runner, man, fly in there and take his legs. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I well, just think that was a weak tackle. I don't think it was a fake slide. Love you, brother. You know, the show is cooking. I'm so happy to hear you doing well. And uh, how many days till Yankee baseball? Baby? Right. I'm just going still- through the motions until I go to Tampa, bro. And then we're we're right at, uh, you know, an opening day is, is not. We got to wait a little bit for opening day in the Bronx. But it's a Friday, so it's up. You already know. Like, I'm counting down the days to that. To be honest with you, the Yankees getting swept <laughs> by the Astros in the ALCS, in the Bronx, that hurt me more than the Cowboys' any loss. <laughs> that hurt more than cool. anything. I'll talk, to you. I'll talk to you, Keith. Peace, bro. 877-337-6666. Like, game six, Altuve off Chapman. Oh, that cut me deep. That cut me deep. Benjamin out in Muncie on the fan in New York. What's up, Ben? First off, I am a Giants fan. I am probably like. You should. You have to. Mother, what else do you have? A, Tommy Cutlets? My mother is a Cowboys fan. My mother is a Cowboys fan. God bless her. So, At least she's seen She's seen the 70s. She's seen the 90s. It's been 30 years since she's seen anything. The 80s, the, the 90s, and then after that, not much. But I, I was at the net game tonight, and something – the net should have won because – in the first half. They were up. They had the lead. The Heat were atrocious. I was sitting with a buddy of mine who was a Heat fan. He's like, you guys got to win because we're down by like 15. And Butler didn't really play much of the first half, but it was like the, the Heat looked atrocious. 
But the problem was the fact that the Nets were taking the shots, especially from three, that were just awful. And you're just like, well, stop with the three. Go try and get a little Second half of a back-to-back for the Miami Heat, and uh, the Nets found a way to lose in overtime. That was a terrible sequence. Miami Heat fans always take over the arena because there's a bunch of New Yorkers that that are right. D Wade fans. I, I just I don't know. I got nothing for the Nets. At least Ben Simmons was fresh uh, courtside. Looked like he came back with some fresh gear from France. I don't know. At least Jacques Vaughn. At least Jacques Vaughn had, uh, saved that timeout for. Uh, oh yeah. You know, oh, for the yeah. next just game, he saved. Proper, proper the next game. Correct. <laughs> but it was just, did not. He had nine points on the entire game. All nine, I think, in the first quarter. After that, nothing. How did he? How does Clayton? Get nine points in the first quarter, nothing the rest of the game. You know, Thomas did well. Because there's, there's no there's no offensive scheme or plan to run through Claxton for him to take any shots. He's a defensive player. They want Mikael Bridges right. taking all the shots. Um, they don't even want Cam Thomas taking all the shots till they get desperate. Mostly, mostly crash the board and try and get it up there. Now you get fouled, you shoot two. Not a lot of mid-range shooting. Bridges does some. I'll give him credit for that, but you got to get guys to shoot the I'm trying to remember who did. No, they just got to start over, and they refuse. Like, they refuse. They, I don't know. They're, I don't know what they're waiting on, but start selling off pieces. This season is not it. It wasn't it last year. Oh, yeah. uh, this is this is getting bad. Like, it's, it's, it's like you're trying to restart with Mikhail Bridges being your center piece and trying to build around him, but. He didn't really. I, I mean, Mikael Bridges is supposed to be the guy. I give him props. He played hard tonight. He he did what he could tonight, but he can't do it on his own. He's not supposed to be the one. It's it, there's a lot of problems. I, it starts with it starts at the top. I don't think the owner is as Correct. invested after going through the whole KD Kyrie era with superstars, and it was just Correct. headaches and nonsense. Too much was not the, play case. the go the getting of Harden was the probably one of the worst decisions well, in the last. The getting, the, like the trade to get Harden was a stupid trade, but if they stayed healthy, they might have potentially done something. The trade, the trade to get Harden out of here is where they messed up because you actually accepted Ben Simmons. You actually took on Ben Simmons. Nobody in the NBA would have taken on Ben Simmons. You did. All right, and now you're stuck with him. It's like, what are you gonna do? The only thing you can do is cut him because who's honestly really going to? Sign Simmons or trade for Ben Simmons. No one's going to trade for him. That's what I'm saying. Out of all the teams in the NBA, there's only one team dumb enough to take a trade with Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons was claiming mental health issues. He's got a chronic back issue. But you know what? That boy can shop till he drops. He is a fashionista. Never see him on the sideline with any Nets gear. He's got the the top of the line stuff. You know he went to France just to hit the shopping. Uh, Come on. Big for nothing. Big softy. Thanks for the call, Ben. Yeah, I just don't care about the Nets right now at all. At all. I watched the game. (laughs) I'm watching the Eagles game, and I'm watching the Nets game. On Fubo, I can watch League Pass at the same time I'm watching ESPN. And in the beginning, I'm like, all right. like I I said it on Talking Nets today. I'm like, maybe tonight, since the Nets have a little bit of rest, they came back from Paris, like, maybe tonight will be, like, the OKC night a week or two ago where we didn't think they would beat OKC, but they they gutted it out. They had some pride. They protected their home floor. They came out, played with their hair on fire with a sense of urgency and got the win. Started off like that tonight, first half, 
But I knew Heat culture, Tyler Arrow, Jimmy Butler. Like, I just knew, okay, the Nets are going to leave the door open and let these guys hang around. Jimmy Butler had 31. Tyler Hero had 29. Late in the game, they just let Tyler Hero keep throwing up threes. They're cooked, bro. The Nets are trash. They're, they're 16 and 23. And I, and I, I fear that they're not going to be sellers as we approach the deadline with, like, three weeks to go. I think that they're going to try and either add to this team and try and make a push because we are playoffs. Brooklyn, yeah, we go to the playoffs a lot. Yeah, but, like, who wants to go to the playoffs and get swept, bro? Like, that's that's getting super old now. That's happened three out of the last four years. You got to the playoffs, couldn't win a game. That's embarrassing. Out West, Mark is in California. What's up, Mark? You're on the fan in New York. What's going on? Um, so, man, I mean, Eagles and Dallas lost. I was a Giants fan. But here's where it gets a little crazy. Because you remember the 2021 Cincinnati Bengals? Of course. They had a young quarterback, a.k.a. C.J. Stroud. They had five rookies on offense, a.k.a. The Houston Texans have seven. They had a young coach in Zach Taylor. Okay, and everyone's talking about on Twitter, if you watch, that the Super Bowl logo is supposedly depicting, you know, I know you heard about that, the teams that are going to be in the Super Bowl. It's like How could I not? Of course. Right? <laughs> right? all well, this well, But wait a minute. Don't the Houston Texans have purple in their, their logo? Interesting. And then <laughs> Get out of here, Mark. They don't have any purple in their logo. We got a break. 877-337-6666. You guys with the conspiracy theories. Like, wait a minute. Let me put on my tinfoil cap. Maybe C.J. Stroud's getting to the Super Bowl. No, 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 no. They're going to step into Baltimore where they have really good coaches and really good players, and they're ready to go. And if they're one and done, I'll be surprised. They, they they are not Joe Flacco and the Browns. Joe Flacco turned the ball over. You're not winning turning the ball over. Dak Prescott turned the ball over. You're not winning turning the ball over. We got more to do. Time is burning on me. Let's take this break, and we'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. 
Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Yeah, yeah. Right back at it on the fan. Tuesday morning, like late Monday night, but now Tuesday morning. Good morning, good morning. KM to 2 a.m. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. Coming off a super wild card weekend, the divisional round is set. And, you know, our last caller, Mark, out in California with the conspiracy theory about the Super Bowl logo or whatever. I don't care about any of that. I care about the X's and O's, the Jimmy's and the Joe's. I I hear you, Mark, but, like, nah, nah. I, I don't think the Texans are going to go to the Super Bowl. But, I mean, if you want to jump on that bandwagon, go for it. 877-337-6666. Uh, one thing I will say is it's a week-to-week league. And the week before has nothing to do with the next week, especially when you're going from the last week of the season into the playoffs. A lot of these teams limped in, right? But when I looked at C.J. Stroud and the Texans, like they had to fight for their life. But then I also thought about them playing against the Colts. The Colts ran all over them, so I thought that there was a plan for Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt. Like <laughs> That's why you can't call it. No one sent me the memo that Jerome Ford was not going to be the featured back in that game. I wish somebody would have told me, hey, they're not going to give the ball to the guy that replaced Nick Chubb. You know, good season for the Browns. I was going back and forth with somebody on X, the Twitter machine. I don't know. I'm I'm working on it this year. I said I was going to not reply to randoms and anonymous people, but, but what's the fun of that? What's the fun of that? You know who I am. I don't know who you are. You've got so much to say. I got to say something. But then it's really just a a waste of time. But I was trying to tell this one guy about how many starting pieces the Browns lost and what they overcame to be in the playoffs with Joe Flacco. And, of course, he was a Jets fan defending Rob Sala and the Jets. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, you're missing the entire point. They lost Deshaun Watson. They lost Nick Chubb. They lost their whole offensive line. They lost pieces on defense. They were out there without Grant Delpit. There's a bunch of guys. But when you have a good head coach and other good coaches and talented players, they're not willing to punt on the season. They're not willing to take L's. Like the Browns went and beat the 49ers this year, and they got got. You know why? Because at the end of the day, they ended up on the road in Houston, with old man Joe Flacco as their quarterback. Before we went to break, I was talking about him and Dak. You throw two interceptions in a game, in a playoff game that's do or die, that doesn't bode well for you. Turning the ball over will literally end everybody's season. All 53 guys on the roster, all of the coaches, all of the equipment staff, trainers, medical people, the practice squad, you're done. Back at home with all the eliminated. All the eliminated fans cheering for losses. All the rivals, yeah, you know, rooting against their division rivals. So in that first game, man, I just I watched that game and I just kept thinking about C.J. Stroud. They told this young man they have, they have no chance in their building. They, Pat McAfee's crew and the dude with the mullet looked at C.J. Stroud in NRG Stadium and told that young man, you have no chance. He's a Kobe guy, Mamba mentality. He said, all right, no, we have no chance? All right. You definitely have a chance at home. That's an advantage. It's supposed to be, unless you're Jerry Jones and the cursed Dallas Cowboys. And 
don't matter where you are, you're going to find a way to lose. 877-337-6666. Marty is in Milford on the fan. What up, Marty? Hey, Keith. How, long time no talk. Yeah, how are you? I'm good. Thanks I'm for great, calling. Man. So, listen, I, I watched every game this weekend. Um, and I got to tell you, the Cowboys and the Eagles were probably the worst performance I've seen. Yeah. Dak uh, <laughs> Prescott, really gave up those game as well as to Jalen Hurts tonight. Yeah, uh so with Dak, I mean, well first off, you're you're playing from behind. Second off, he looked off. As soon as CeeDee Lamb was giving him a look like what are you doing? Where are you throwing the ball? I'm like, uh, they're not locked in. And like, man, that pressure sets in on you and it starts to hit you like a ton of bricks. It's like an avalanche. It's snowing outside right now. It's worse than like it's like it starts. You just it's in the back of everyone's head, and you can hear it in the stadium and whatever. Dak had nothing. Dak could not be uh, the MVP we saw against teams like the Carolina Panthers and the Giants and the Jets. Yeah, he beat up on all the uh, you know little guys this year, but couldn't do it. And then Jalen Hurts. I don't want to give him a pass because he's out there, but we all saw him dislocate his finger, and he's without his number one target. And whatever, they they have a good offensive line, or they did have a good good offensive line. Todd Bowles and the Bucs, they blitz. Everybody knows that. Whatever they thought they were going to do against the blitz, it didn't work. So he, I found him trying to do too much. Um, the safety, I, I just, I think, you know, they, they just didn't have it, man. They didn't have it. And uh, two guys that were literally like, Dak is going to probably be the runner-up in the MVP conversation this year. And Jalen was the runner-up in the MVP conversation last year. Man, they went out sad. The last game of the season was not good enough. But it happens every year, and the the problem I believe that comes down to is coaching. And I ha- I hate to think that that's the way I think, but it's it, it comes down to coaching. So he comes down, so he's going away from his reads, and he's forcing the ball to like Ceedee Lamb, for instance. Oh yeah, always. So that 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 second interception was huge. Yeah. But like the first, the first, the first one was definitely a mistake on Dak. But the second one, he went, he was I and CD the whole time. Said I have to make a big play. And here. you know so that, I, and I, I, I know that, and they know that. <laughs> Everybody in the stadium knows who your leading receiver is, who you want to get to ball, the ball to, and then CD doesn't help with his body language. That's what I didn't like about CD two years ago. Great year for CD, but I remember saying this. And Richard Sherman tried to say it this year, and he looked like a fool. But I was saying this two years ago when they moved on from Amari Cooper. I'm like, CD is not a number one wide receiver. His body language is no good. He, he wants the ball. And if he's not getting the ball, you, you can just tell he gets frustrated right away. And that's not good for a quarterback to have it in, in his head. Oh, man, my number one receiver is not happy with me. Like, all of a sudden, like, I didn't bet a single dollar on Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup had his best game of the year. Yeah, because you know what they did to adjust? Put Michael Gallup in there. Throw him the ball. So you're not just looking at C.D. Lamb. Puka Nakua had 180 yards. Did they win the game? No. Shout out to Puka. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. You got to win football games. You got to find a way to win. Absolutely. That. I mean, that Rams Lions game completely. Matthew Stafford threw for 400 yards. Yeah. So did Dak. Jared Goff for 280. Yeah, but it's not all about. You know, I keep hearing the term "empty calories." It's not all about the fantasy points. Fantasy's over. It's not all about the parlays hitting. It's about winning in the playoffs. And however you get it done, you get it done. It's a team game. Like, at the end of the day, like, that Rams-Lions game was a one-point difference. Cowboys were down 27 points. That game was over. You knew it. I, everybody knew it. It was easy to see. 
The, the only good game to watch was that game this weekend. Uh, I don't know. Depends that, on what you're rooting for. It, it seemed like America loved the Dallas Cowboys game. I think a lot of people were highly entertained. Like, what would Stephen A. Smith have done if that didn't go that way? Like, he needed to do his, his same thing. Like, a lot of there were a lot of good jokes. Thanks for the call, Marty. There was a lot of good jokes and memes. Like, that's part of the NFL machine, right? America's team to laugh at. Like, it's the setup was there. I, I, I'm so mad that, like, because I am a fan of the team, I couldn't bet a dollar against them. But that was so obvious. It was so easy to see. This is their MO. This is what they do. They didn't deserve the two seed. They were thinking they were going to be a wild card. They were thinking that they ducked having to play or all right, when they didn't when they didn't end up being the wild card and having to go to the AFC or NFC South team, right? I'm a Dallas fan. Most of the Dallas fans are saying, "All right, you know, we're going to be a wild card. We're going to go to Tampa again and have to face the Bucks." But then once they got the 2 seed and the way that it shook out, they were like every Dallas fan, every conversation around the Dallas Cowboys was we don't want the Rams. Oh, at least the Lions have to face the Rams. So you thought, emphasis on, on the word thought, you thought you had a, a soft landing spot with Jordan Love and the Packers, a young team, uh, a quarterback playing his first playoff game. You you thought you were going to have it easy. You thought that they were just going to lay down. Not at all. They came in and punched you in the mouth. Everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. That is literally football. Anybody that's played football knows what I'm talking about. It is a great equalizer. It is physical. My mom, my mom and my wife were watching the game with me. Let me paint the picture for you guys of like my household. So I just know that I'm 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 evolved. I'm older now. I'm just like not not the same uh as I as I once was. My mom and, and my 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 uh wife are saying they're oh they're they're playing so rough. I'm like, yeah, I would hope so. It's the playoffs. It's the NFL. It's already soft enough. Can't touch the quarterback. Can't touch the receivers. I would hope that they're tackling hard and pulling out. Like I, she's, uh, she's like, I think it's it's rougher than normal. I'm like, this is football. It's the highest level of competition. I don't know what you guys are on. And like, they didn't understand that. I'm telling them like, the clock is not on on the Cowboys side. Fourteen nothing. Once they went down twenty seven nothing. I kid you not. We put the Mexican order in. I left. Like I left the crib. And I took off my Troy Aikman jersey. Notice that I wear the Troy Aikman jersey because that's my era. I took the Troy Aikman jersey. My mom said, why are you taking your jersey off? I said, I'm not a fool. I don't know who I may see at the Mexican spot. I don't want to have any conversations about these bum-ass cowboys right now. So I go go and get me a you know, burrito, some nachos, quesadilla real quick. I come back. Second half has started. I'm not even tripping off the second half. My mom's still yelling, like, come on, watch the game. They might come back. I'm like, honestly, I don't, I just, I, I've, I've seen this. I've lived this. My son is crying. I don't think he's used to the commotion of, like, I got the TV on, you know, extra loud on the sound bar. Got the woofer going. It's game day. My mom is yelling. I wasn't even yelling. I couldn't yell. There's nothing to yell about. I'm like, oh, nah. <laughs> oh, nah. I just don't believe the hype. It's happening. It's happening again. And so my son's cranky. I elect at like 6.45 to put him to bed. So the game is on, and I'm reading Goodnight Moon. I'm putting my son to bed. I'm, I'm drinking a Corona and putting my son to sleep. I'm just not into it. I'm just not invested. And younger me, I would have been at the bar, or I would have been with the home. I would have, I would have been locked in on that game. But I knew as soon as they won that, 
that as soon as they won that, that coin toss and they elected to take the ball as this young team on the road in the playoffs and they marched down the field and punched it in and hung seven on them and then it went up. I'm like, nah, they they don't have the defense. Terrible performance by the Dallas defense. Whoever wants Dan Quinn as their head coach, he's getting interviews anywhere. Take him. And I knew that the Green Bay Packers were not going to stop scoring. They end up putting 48 points up. That's an all-time embarrassing loss for Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. <laughs> At Jerry World, away from Jerry World, they've had some embarrassing Thanksgivings. That one takes the cake. And so, Jerry Jones, if you want to fire everyone, you have the perfect excuse. That was all-time bad. You ain't got a lot uh, of time left. But I just think that all in all, once they cool off and they, you know, they settle and they think about everything, McCarthy's going to be back, Dak, Maybe they don't extend Dak. Maybe they let Dak play on his one year or whatever because they got to pay Michael Parsons. They got to pay CeeDee Lamb, but Cowboys aren't winning anything. And I wasn't surprised. I wasn't hurt. I'm looking at my phone, and uh, <laughs> I'm not watching the game. And my, my mom's like, what are you, what are you checking the like, live um, the stuff on, your, on, on the game? I'm like, no, I, this game is lost. It's over. They lost the game. They're one and done. Again, I'm like, I'm checking my Twitter like people are lighting me up. I'm like, how did I become the target? Like, there are people that are still holding a grudge from me going to MetLife Stadium week one and screaming, "How about them Cowboys in a forty to nothing win over the Giants?" I get it. I, I'll be the guy, but I'm just like I posted today. I I've shown you guys that I'm not that guy. Like I'm not that hold up, hold up, we them boys, delusional Cowboys fan. If you want to pretend like I am so you can get your rocks off, go for it. But like I'm I'm opening my phone today. I'm watching my son all day. My wife's got to go somewhere to meet up with one of her friends, so I'm watching the boy. And I take a nice little picture of my son and post it, and I'm like, I told you guys, my son was born this year. And my mom and my relatives and other people like want to get him Dallas Cowboys stuff or oh should we get this? Hell no, my mom. Why don't why won't you put any Dallas gear on him? I said because I chose this plight, I chose this fate. I'm not putting that evil on him. Yankees, that's different. He's born into the Yankees. That's like a birthright thing. That's locked in. He's a Yankee fan. There's nowhere else to look. But give it five years, you're gonna see a whole string of like YouTube. Or whatever we're doing in five years, TikTok reels, whatever, and it's gonna be uh, my son Jackson. Jackson picks his NFL team. It ain't gonna be the Dallas Cowboys. Michael is in Valley Stream, New York. What's up, Michael? You're on the fan. How you doing, man? Well, good, boy, good, I, good. I couldn't wait to talk to you, Keith. Thanks for taking my call. I wanted to talk about this Marcus Shulman deal, man. I'm very upset, bro. Like I, 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 did, I don't thought. What, what, what happened? Why you? Why are you upset? Yeah, because I don't like the move. I just think because he's a back of the end starter. I wanted them to get Blake Snell. I mean, it still could, could happen. He's still available. I know, but, you know, this is what the Yankees do every offseason. We trade for one. So no, this like, isn't like any offseason. They got a bunch of guys this offseason early. No, they did, but I'm saying they, they, they're trading a guy like Juan Soto. This is supposed to be an all-in, like, World Series, like, season. And they obviously Yamamoto didn't want to come here. I get that, so I'm over that now. But the next step, the plan B, was to trade for Dylan Cease, Shane Beaver, or um, Colin well, Burns. It takes two to tango, you know, if you, yeah. you, to trade, right? The Padres had yeah. to be willing to trade us Juan Soto and Trent Grisham, and we had to give up a lot for them. That also makes it kind of tough to go into other trade negotiations when you've already given up starting pitching depth, which that's what everybody wants, can't have enough pitching. What I'll say about Stroman is this. 
you know, the first night I was on, I think I was putting him like I don't even know. He's going to be right now slotted as the third guy so he, in the he's rotation. He's number three and number four. He's not. He's not at number one. He's like, a proven. That- he's a proven MLB pitcher. He he he's a guy that's going to compete. He's a guy that wanted to be a Yankee and he got his wish. And when I saw he was he was getting eighteen million a year and he took that deal, that shows me that he wants to be here. He wants New York. Yamamoto didn't want New York. Otani didn't want New York. But this can't be the only. This can't be the only move. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not even concerned. It shouldn't about be. Off, it shouldn't. I'm be. not even concerned about the off-field issues with him. I just want him to to be. Uh, I want him to be obviously. A, you don't want to depend on him. Great pitcher. You you don't want to you don't want to depend on Marcus Stroman because he was hurt last year. You also can't depend on yeah. Carlos Rodon. He was hurt this year. And yeah, I know, well, that's why. I know people are like people are people are stalking his wife's Instagram, and she puts a picture up there of him today. And they're like, oh, yeah. he's slimming down. Look, and, he looks and, slim in comeback see, season. So, if you see social media, if you see like all these channels like Pete Seminetti, Joe's McFly, they all think that this is like they, they're making it like we got like 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 they they're making it like we acquired like a like a dominant like a number one. He's a number three or number four starter. That's all he is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shout out to those for, guys doing their thing. But like they they yeah. do Yankee podcasts, they do YouTube yeah. stuff. They they don't know any more than you or I. We all all we're doing is talking about the move. And I don't think that the Yankees are done on January 16th. And I also don't think the Yankees are dumb enough to think that they can rely on Marcus Stroman, who was hurt yeah. last year and also is a wild card as far as, far as what he's going to say to the media, and what he's going to say you know, online. I, I think if they sign Blake Snell, I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be to the moon. I'll be very happy. I think I, I Blake think, Snell has to be Yankee or Josh Hader. Yeah, I think two. to sign Blake Snell, they're saying Blake Snell is looking for like $240 million. Yeah, I well, think that's to, not happening. Exactly. That's, that's I think to sign Blake Snell, you have to be one sitting at the table, which the Yankees are. They offered him. Two, you got to wait it out. You know, does he want to join Ron Washington and the Anaheim Angels, who are going to be one of the no. worst teams in baseball? No, not for that much money. Or the San Francisco to, Giants, or join the San Francisco Giants, who just signed Jordan Hicks, and they're going to try and make him into a starter because they're running out of options. They've had so much money to spend over the years, and nobody wants to go live in San Francisco. That's the new thing we're hearing that. Oh, uh, you know, the city, I guess, uh, I don't even know what's going on in there. Homeless problem, crime, violence. Now, all of a sudden, people don't want to go to San Francisco. I don't think that the Yankees are dumb enough to think that this rotation is a World Series winning rotation. I think that. What's your, your do you think they're going to get a hater or a snail? Do you think it's going to be one of the two or both? I think it's going to be a waiting game, and I think that they strike when somebody's still available. I think they're, they're they're probably checking on, they were checking on Jordan Hicks. Right, Jordan yeah, Hicks is off the board. Um, Hector Neris is another one. Did he did did he end up uh, signing with someone today? I, I saw the Yankees come up in his conversation. Yeah. I think they're waiting to strike. I think that they they know they got to wait. Yankees, we've been seeing this for like so many years now. Like they, what I'm trying to explain to you is that when they make one big move, they don't finish the job. Like when they got Garrett Cole in 2020, they didn't they didn't finish out the rest of the uh, like the weaknesses on this team. When they got John Carlos Stanton and traded him, they didn't fill out the rest of the. Like they make that one big splash and they make all these mid tier mid tier moves. We've been seeing this the last. You like, know what? Seven, because that's that seems to be Brian Cashman's way, his habit. I think I think the move to get Juan Soto was more Hal Steinbrenner saying, "Hey, we don't care about Michael King. If you hold up this trade for Michael King, the fan base is going to go insane. You have to get it done." So I, I just think yeah. we got to be patient. I think there's going to be one more move. I hope so. Dylan sees. They're saying he's more likely to stay with the Chicago White Sox. Reports. And they said that the Shane Bieber are not trading Bieber anymore. Yep, Shane either. Bieber as well. Yeah. I haven't heard that about Corbin Burns. He just settled oh, for a little bit more than Burns, fifteen so. million, I guess. So if they can't make the trade because it takes two to two to tango, 
then they will return to Scott Boris and Blake Snell. Um, I don't think Jordan Montgomery comes back because he doesn't no, want to come back. back. You got to want guys that want New York, or you got to sign guys that want New York. And I think that with um, Snell's relationship to Judge, if he's waiting around and waiting around, like Snell has pitched in the World Series, he wants to get back to that. He ain't gonna get back to that taking the most money with the Angels. He might yeah. ne- like he might go there for his career to die. This guy has won back to back Cy Youngs. What else is left to do? Win a World Series. Come join the yeah. AL Cy Young winner and Garrett Cole. And maybe I, it's a short-term deal. I'm holding out hope that he takes a short-term deal from a higher AAV and says, all right, whatever, I'll run it with the Yankees because I want to win right now. Yeah, and maybe I'll have I a chance so to cash out in I, three I, years. I was so excited when we got Soto. I'm like, this this has to be the all-in season. Like, they're not just getting Soto and going to do nothing else. Like, they're going all-in. This is World Series a bust. Like, But now that it seems like the Yamamoto thing, like, pretty much like destroyed their, the rest of their plans. No, they, no, I don't think so. Thanks for the call, Michael. I just like, I don't know. I, I never thought the Yankees were getting Yamamoto. I thought it was cool that Cashman had the ticket stub saved from going out there to see the no hitter. I thought it was cool that they had the number 18 saved for him, but I was saying Yamamotani. I was never on here like Yamasoto. I just didn't think they were going to be the highest bidder. I thought Steve Cohen for sure was going to have a higher bid and he did. And then I thought there was a good chance that he would join Otani. When you guys saw the structure of the Otani contract, that told you everything you needed to know right there. He deferred the money so that they could give the money to his boy Yashinobu. <clears throat> the Yankees are not done. They're not out. Like they, they have more money to spend. Not that much, but they can still spend. How how Steinbrenner's not broke. It's still an all in go for a year because of 82 and 80, regardless of of Juan Soto being here or not. The Yankees try to win the World Series every year. They can't be done on January 16th. Don't panic. Wait it out. That's how the game is played in MLB free agency anyway. All right, call us up. Keith McPherson on the fan. We got to take a break right now. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 